In the town where I was born, Paul Brown invented football. You. And he called them the Cleveland Browns. Hey, this is Hard to Jarek, and you're listening to the Saucer Club Podcast with Johnny Chilbasa. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. Yeah! Fantasy football is coming and going, whether you like it or not, whether you're sick or not, whether you're trick-or-treating or not, whether you're getting candy or not, whether you're getting donuts and apple cider or not. And it's fantasy football ferocity. I'm Johnny Kilbasa. Johnny Kobasa on Twitter, Johnny Kobasa Rocks on Instagram, JohnnyKobasa.com. I do things on the radio as well, but you know what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to get right down to it. Give you everything you need to know to win your fantasy game. Don't be a dumbass like I did and leave Derrick Henry on the bench. Maybe I should listen to my own expert, your own expert. The commissioner of America, America's commissioner. Of course, he's coming back for week six. Of course, he knows everything that you need to know about fantasy football in America, whether they're going to play or not. Let's move things around. He doesn't care when the games are happening. He doesn't care who's starting. He doesn't care who's sitting. He's Mitch. Let me go right to the point. I'm here for you. Derrick Henry was on our touchdown list. Derrick Henry was on our touchdown list. Derrick Henry was on our touchdown list. I'll send you a box of crayons, uh, Halloween orange and black. If you need them, just say the word. And I'm so excited to be speaking to you here in week six of fantasy football for us. so excited. There is uh, the heartbreak and the heartache and the complete mayhem after six weeks. Who's playing? Who got rescheduled? Who else is going to test positive? All these and many things. And you know what matters? You know what really matters? There are two things that matter, Mr. Colossal. One, winning your fantasy football games. And two, is there a football minute in my future, Mr. Colossal? <laughs> Let's just get right to it right now, everybody. Please. Week five. It's a goodbye. Week five of the NFL, anybody's guest week in college. Halloween's still three weeks away, so chill out week in America. Your Midtown Ramblin' Rex logged it out in the rain and stung Louisville for the win. Jeff Sims, three TDs, no INTs. Your Classic City Boondogs sent Rocky Top back to their home sweet home with 27 unanswered in the second half. Alabama this weekend, your downtown Dirty Birds finally did it 0-5 for the first time since 97. Dan Quinn was shown the door. Thanks for the memories, Dan. We almost had a few good ones. Raiders upset the Chiefs. Don't worry, Mahomes still got his fantasy points. Look out for them. Raiders, look out for them. Dolphins, look out for them. Texans, LSU's one and two. Boo hoo hoo for you, you, you. The Red River shootout was certainly that. 98 total points and 897 yards of total offense. America's team, the Cleveland Browns, don't have a defense, don't need a defense. Four and one for the first time since 94. Mark Aram's New York football giants had the brakes. Oops, go their way, but came up just a day late and just a dollar short. Monday night, Drew Brees' father time. OT Justin Hebert's baby New Year on the MNF. And last night, the undefeated Bills got beat by the undefeated Titans on the T. There you go, Michi. <laughs> on, on the TNF, Tuesday night football now. Why not? If there's, if, if there's one thing 
that uh, I was, um, I think, physically not prepared for, and that was watching football last night. I was, it's Tuesday, it's COVID, it's Tuesday. The state where I live is full in effect, and I'm still kind of wearing a mask. So I'm like, Tuesday, football. And I thought I was like, you know, somewhere over the summer when my days were all off. But I'll tell you what, Derek Henry and company um, sure did put on a show. And uh, if you are stepping off the Buffalo Bill bandwagon, I beg you, I beg you, I beg you. Don't. Tennessee's a very good ball club. What do you think about that, Mr. Kibos? I think you might be right on both accounts, but Buffalo didn't look like the Buffalo everybody wanted Buffalo to look like. That's for sure. Well, and the Tennessee team coming off you know, like basically two weeks rest looked like a very happy, healthy bunch of things. I think I think that the uh, the way Ryan Tannehill ran in his touchdown and try to do his whatever maneuver, you know, Michael Jordan Nike promo was, and he failed and fell down. I thought that was one of the highlights of the night. That <laughs> stiff arm that was given to uh, given by Derrick Henry. You know what that stiff arm really represents tonight, Mr. Kielbasa? The world stiff-arming you to the ground? No, that's, that's your fantasy football team getting stiff-armed because you didn't put Derrick Henry in the lineup. Ugh. He was stiff-arming you. He was saying, you, Kabasa, this is for you. Don't ever make that mistake again. <laughs> and you won't. And you won't. And you, you won't. You know what else would be a big mistake? Huh? Is if we didn't call the champ herself and get her involved in all this. So what do you say oh, we dial her up? Because we've got a brand new music. we've got a brand new theme song in the Sausage Hut. You don't hear this very often. A brand new theme song for the, the Veggie Butcher. And I'm going to use it as some dialing music. Here we go. The Butcher. The Vegetarian Butcher. Hello. 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 How does it go? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo. There she is. How Every- are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> Super, now that I'm talking to you. Yeah. Champ <laughs> <laughs> Butcher, this is the this is your humble Mishy speaking. And uh, I am I'm You mean I'm... my slaughtered ham? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> America, right? I, I was I was Spider Ham, and I got sliced up into so many little things you wouldn't even know what happened to me by the vegetarian butcher. Then some sharp knives, butcher. Some sharp <laughs> knives you brought to that game, and uh, I said no I chance. I had a guy that got point eight. <laughs> he didn't even get a full point. He was injured. I uh, I really didn't stand a chance, and uh, it, it was a domination. And there's a reason, you know. People used to say it's good to be king, of course, and as you know, Butch, it's good to be the champ because every once in a while you come up to a, a rookie such as myself and say, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> congratulations, Butch, a good matchup. I was more excited to uh, drink the vodka, but I guess I'll be putting it in the mail. How about that? <laughs> I can't wait for my monkeys to arrive in the mail. <laughs> Don't hear that one every day. No, no the monkey, your monkeys are in the mail. All right, all right. Wonder what kind of keyword that is in some <laughs> some far off place, but it means something. Which yeah, it means I was I'm getting vodka in the mail. That's what that means. That means I'm getting monkeys in the mail. Means vodka in the mail. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go double or nothing. 
because it's just not the way it's got to be. This has got to be paid in full. And um, again, I'm, I'm, I'm humbled and I'm so happy to speak with the voice of reason. Because America, this is why we call her the voice of reason. Mishy knows what he's talking about, but the butcher brings it. <laughs> so speaking of bringing it, butcher, how's your favorite pro football team doing? Do you, I heard you had the week off last week with the uh, nonsense going on in the world. What's the status of the Denver Broncos going into week six? Well, they're supposed to play this Sunday. They took it as a bye uh, because of New England's COVID issues. So they postponed it, and then they're supposed to make the game up on Sunday. So they're going to New England. Yes, that's my understanding. And Cam Newton is tentatively supposed to play given – uh, I think he has to have, what, one more negative test? I think he was at practice today. Yeah. So, so, so Cammy Cam Cam to the rescue for uh, Team Vegetarian Champ Butcher? Is that what we're thinking here? Absolutely. That's what I'm thinking. Wow. <laughs> if, if Denver has a chance, well, there's a story out of Denver today about Melvin Gordon and his oh, – yeah. uh, He's going to the the Waffle House and coming stopping at the local bar before he went home. If he is suspended, which Mr. Kavasa, as you know, you get a DUI, DWI, whatever you want to call it, it's a mandatory thing in their contract. You're suspended for three games, oh. automatic. And the precedent of late was, has been that teams will um, dole out punishment before the league has to. So for fantasy football mavens, and unfortunately, Cammy Cam's coming back, but there's every chance that, that your favorite running back, Melvin Gordon, will be unavailable. And that is fantasy football uh, gold, Jerry, gold. Why? Because Philip Lindsay gets to come back. He's practicing. He is on everyone's free agents list. And if I could just please beg people to pick him up, pick him up even in the short term. There's a number of short-term running backs in week six, as you know, Mr. Kibasa, and as you know, champ. But uh, Philip Lindsay might be high on that list. That should be a very interesting thing. I don't, is it true? Can you, Butcher, can you, can you confirm that Drew Locke is back to being the starting quarterback of the Denver Broncos? Today, yes. Tomorrow, who knows? We're, you know, we're just playing a little Russian roulette. So. <laughs> so, you're, so you're not sure he's healthy is what you're saying? No, I'm not 100% sure that he is. Um, Jerry Drudy is uh, becoming a better football player with Drew Locke. Is there any love for Jerry Drudy this week against the New England Patriots, fantasy-wise? Um, I, I mean, I'm sure on somebody's roster, not mine. But <laughs> All right. Two weeks ago, there was a star named Tim Patrick. I would uh, I would say if I want to take a bet and take a flyer, I'm going to say Jerry Judy plays. I'm going to say Drew Locke is uh, 18 to 22-point fantasy scorer. Butcher, I'm here to tell you that this could be a very competitive game against New England for your uh, hometown Denver Broncos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The uh, the fan- the fantasy implications would just be with those two fellas. Um, I'm not trusting the defense uh, because of the injuries. And Mr. Kilbasa, if you're a Cam Newton owner and he's coming back from the COVID, would you put him in your starting lineup this week? 
Unless I had some other elite quarterback, I definitely would. He's going to be mad. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers or Cam Newton, Mr. Kielbasa? Uh, let's see. Green Bay is playing. Green Bay's on a bye. Let me ask another question. That was a, that was a fake-out <laughs> question. Um, Ryan Tannehill. I got Green Bay Cam at Newton Tampa Bay. Did they skip that or something? I thought, you know, they may have reset They were on a bye last I, week. Um, then tell me, tell me who they're playing this week. So Sun, I can get Sunday, October eighteenth. I got Green Bay at Tampa Bay. My two quarterbacks right, my facing off against week. each other. All right, so the two old timers. I stand corrected. I was looking at, or was thinking of an old schedule. So the question stands: Aaron Rodgers or Cam Newton is a higher potency fantasy quarterback in week six. Aaron Rodgers at Tampa Bay, or. Uh, I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers has got the hotter hand, but really there's that's a short list. There's a short list of people I would start over Cam Newton that I'd have to have on my team. All right, all I'd right. say he's, I, he's top six. Top six. All right. top so he, so butcher, you're, you, we know where the butchers go. Mr. Kibasa kind of confirmed that. In New England, Camille Harry is your play, and I think that Damian Harris is going to lead the, 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 the brigade of running backs that they're going to – pull down and beat up a depleted Denver team. It's going to be a 21-17 game with a chance, Butcher, for your team to upset the New England Patriots at home. But it's Hmm. not a lot of fantasy love there. Do you see any other fantasy love on other teams, Butcher, in that first game? Well, I mean, I always have Edelman on my uh, to-be-determined list. So if you if you're feeling uh, if you're feeling a little magic, um, you're going to say to yourself, "All right, I'm going to go, you know, tag team Edelman, and I'm going to tag him up with Cam Newton because I think I'm going to get some love. I'm going to get yep. some fantasy love." But yep. Julian Edelman and him getting banged up earlier in the season, his production um, hasn't been, um, should we say this nicely, fantasy worthy while Cam has been out. That might be the observation. Cam comes back in. Here comes Edelman with a stud quarterback, and now I got a fantasy football player. I think that's now how you we got to look at it. Absolutely. Now we got a now we got something to think about in our lineup and see how that works. Wow, Butcher in in a wild wild world, how is Denver going to beat New England on Sunday? Um. <laughs> I'm not sure they're going to. You're more positive about it than I am. But oh, I Lindsay, got Lindsay, I think, is the key. Philip Lindsay. Is I he on any he... of your free agent pickup lists, either of you? Oh, he's on my bench. So, yeah, I, I mean, he's been on my bench. Mr. Kielbasa? Uh, I'm flush with running backs at the moment, so I don't need him. But he's one of those guys that you always think – Oh, he's gonna he's about to do well because he had a couple good games last year. And then, you know, the thing with Melvin Gordon's probably the best thing that could have happened to him. So if you were ever gonna pick up Philip Lindsay, I I would say now is the time to do it more than any other time. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say if you have to pick him up, you're picking him up for a reason. Consider strongly because Melvin Gordon has been a quality um um fantasy football player and Denver needs quality performers. So we have to take advantage of it in fantasy football. That's the way I'm thinking about it. I think last week, Butcher, you should have started like all scrubs. 
and <laughs> left Edelman and Cam in your lineup and 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 done Michy the right thing. But I see you. I so see Butcher, you let's see. Like how how did it go with you guys playing each other? Was it uh, was it close going through the weekend? Did you have any battles going on into Monday and Tuesday? What happened, Butcher? Um, it wasn't close. <laughs> <laughs> who was your Who was your quarterbacks? Who was your running backs? Fitz Magic. Oh, of wow! You want to know? And I had golf, uh, but you want to know the kicker of <laughs> my uh, win because I told you I had um, Deontay Johnson that got injured. And he got point eight of a you know point in the Ravens defense 36 points oh yeah the, the Ravens mm. defense I'd like to see the winning percentage of teams in America that had the Ravens defense I bet the the winning percentage of of those of you out there was pretty good this week can, an extra 36 you, from your defense I mean that's awesome yeah uh, just for the sake of argument in America and Mr. Kobasa. She had the number one defense. She had the number one stiff arm, Derrick Henry. She has Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I believe we spoke when we spoke last that Jared Goff was a solid quarterback, and you know we love some Fitz magic. She had one, two, three, four, five of the highest scoring you know, positions in fantasy football. And I, she was the devastator, the deliverer of destruction. Spider Ham, otherwise known as Mishy, and uh, it was. And close. I had uh, Sanders, Emmanuel Sanders, on my bench. <laughs> Firepower, America. And Voice of Reason's got a stock, got quality ball club. And what did you counter with, sure. Mishy? Did you just uh, did you have a good game yourself, but just got overwhelmed, or did you shit the bed? No, I had a ham sandwich and heartache. I had basically. Uh, Mark Andrews had a good – I had Mark Andrews have a decent game. My kicker was great, and that's not a good sign. And I had Mr. Mahomes. I had Kareem Hunt. Um, but the weekend opened um, with a new pickup. It's a two-quarterback league, and I'm desperate. So I ended up with Nick Foles. And Mr. Foles is, as you know, um, um, I was wrong about Mr. Foles last week. And it's not that it cost me. It's that I was beaten in every line item in fantasy football, and it sometimes happens that way. I'm cool with it. I, I'm not, I don't have to win, Butcher. I think you know that you and, and Kabasa. I think you guys know that about me. I think it's fun. I think it's a lot of fun when I win. But uh, congratulations! To you the were you I, were on the I floor flogging yourself in the fetal position <laughs> all goddamn weekend, Mishy. Don't give me this bullshit. You're like, no, no, she's killing me because of that Tuesday. Because of Tuesday football, from Thursday night at midnight, I was in a darkened bathroom um, with like crackers and shower water running for <laughs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday for six days. And I only came out today because I, I ran out of crackers and I knew we had to, I had to face the music and speak to champ butcher tonight. Only well, you I had to go to today. FedEx to put my vodka in the mail. So <laughs> I looked at that and said, you know, I should drink this and just replace the top. But I didn't, I, I just was in the bathroom so long. My fingers were shrivelly. I couldn't open the vodka. It was oh. terrible. Didn't wear, hasn't had worn shoes or socks or a shirt in six days. Listen, I may have been in a bathroom that has, that has nothing to do with me washing. 
I was just dark. It was, it was just dark in there, and I just stayed in there, and I had to. I was in a ball. I had the phone every once in a while. I looked at the score, figured that the computers were all in error, and so was I. Um, the good news is that I did not get any of those taunting texts that fantasy footballers like to do. I was met by a champion who is uh, just, just again, just sometimes when you get beat, you just got to tip your hat. It was a good contest. I stood no chance. <laughs> no, that's not true. I mean, that's not true. Well, I did going into Thursday night, and then it was over quick. Mr. Kilbasa. Gloat. Are we done? Wait, I want, I want the butcher to gloat some more. <laughs> Champ, were you, you laughing at me during the game? Champ, were you laughing at me during the game when you looked at your scores at halftime? You said, oh, 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 no. 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 Are you sure? Okay. Okay. I don't believe that. I don't believe that one bit. Mr. Kilbasa laughs at me when he beats me, takes me in the mud, and he. But he texts me with the uh, with the, with the gifts that move and mock me. I, <laughs> again, I I appreciate you not doing that. Yeah. But did you do the happy dance? Did the happy dance start early? I know what it feels like. You knew this game was in the bag once Jared Goff had a great game. And Fitz Magic has only heard on a sausage hut. We both called for Miami to win. Ah, what a great game! What a great game! Yeah, I, I looked up at my score and I was kept saying, "I got a chance." After Thursday night, Mr. Kibasa, Butcher, I got a chance. I got it. You did. I had, you did. I did. I had nothing. As it, as it turns out, I had nothing. And then I, the Ravens killed it. And it was like, <sighs> I'm looking down at the score, Mr. Kibasa. Right? Yeah. And I'm saying, "All right, this is close enough." How about? Oh shit, Ravens! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and. Mr. Kilbasa, this in America, Red Hook, Oslo, everyone. This is where when you can get a defense and perform like this, you're guaranteed to win. So if, as Mr. Kilbasa does, you pay a little less attention to defenses, um, um, maybe you should because the poster child for getting it done is Champ Butcher. That's the way to play fantasy football. It's, it's, it's okay with me. I mean, how okay many? How me. many? defenses in the nfl are there that you can just draft and not have to worry about all year there's only a so couple. none of them i none of them mr kibasa but no, i you overthink it sometimes no nah, i yeah <laughs> i overthink it so i was talking to you in this segment of the program last week telling you that i would think the cleveland browns are going to get a defensive touchdown did you get your crayons out no <laughs> no you were right but yeah you damn right it was right i won a dollar <laughs> I called. I called in the book. I called in my boy in uh, Las Vegas. I said, "Vinny, put a dollar on the Browns D to score a touchdown." He said, "I heard the sausage hut. I knew you were calling me to do that." <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yep, so, Mr. Kibasa. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. We got anything blow. else in uh, Denver at New England? Are you? I think uh, I'm looking for Denver to to turn everybody's head and get an upset here. Okay. They're gonna they're gonna surprise everyone. No one no one in the world is gonna expect them to win this game. They're gonna come that would out. Be Even though Cam Cam's oh. gonna get his points, Cam and, and and but Denver's gonna score. It's gonna be twenty eight twenty one. Denver. Drew Locke is throwing how many touchdowns, Mister Kilbasa? Three. Oh, then he's then he's a starter. He's a must start. It, oof. I like it when you override Michi. I take notes on that. I think everyone else should as well. 
I'm high on Philip Lindsay. I think Philip Lindsay is going to say, "Hey, this is my chance." I like going. I wish I was on the Patriots. I'm gonna I'm gonna be auditioning for the Patriots next year when I get up there. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's why we're here in the hut. Yep. And you know why we're you know why we're really here in the hut, Butcher? Why is that? We're gonna we're here to talk about what is now a rivalry. And really we are here to talk about hashtag America's team, hashtag the Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh undefeated Stellars. This Sunday, and I believe they're playing in Ohio. They're not. They're playing in Pittsburgh. They're playing in Pittsburgh. They're in Pittsburgh, about 60 miles down the road from the Cleveland Stadium or so. And uh, short trip to, what's the name of that place? The National Football League Hall of Fame in Akron, Ohio. Canton. Canton, Ohio. Canton, Ohio, (laughs) right next to Akron. Right, right. Canton, right next to Akron. I I remember the Akron tire sign while I was walking into the Hall of Fame bit or driving down the road. But that's the game of the week, Butcher. Would you agree with that, that the uh, Cleveland Browns against the Pittsburgh Steelers is the the game of the week in National Football League week six? It's going to be a good game. Absolutely. Let's hope. Do you, Mr. Kilbasa? We spoke about a, t- a testing ground last week with the Indianapolis Colts. This week is your second back-to-back. You passed with flying colors, the Cleveland Browns did. Uh, this week against Pittsburgh, who is our fantasy football touchdown makers, and how is, are the Cleveland Browns going to win this game? We're going to start with the Cleveland Browns' perspective. What well, if they if they don't fall on their face, which, by the way, Papa Shot, our buddy, uh, he's a research guy, and he did some research for this game. And back in uh, '86, Bernie Kozar broke a 16-year curse of losses at Three River Stadium in Pittsburgh, and now the Cleveland Browns currently have a 16-game losing streak at Heinz Field. So hey, maybe we'll be able to break the curse. We never stood a chance in Pittsburgh, but without fans. That takes the home field advantage away, so maybe they won't. Nerves probably won't be a factor. Pittsburgh has a great defense; they always do. They got a great coaching staff, but we've got young, hungry guys. And if Jarvis Landry, I think Jarvis Landry is going to be the man of the hour. They they're going to be looking at OBJ a little too much, and Jarvis is going to make some great catches and score some touchdowns. He's the Love touchdown maker. Two touchdowns from Jarvis Landry this weekend. Two touchdown maker. What about our friend Kareem Hunt? Is he? He's a must start. But yeah. you got a you got a, a stat line that I could that I can hang my hat on here and now. Kareem Hunt's going to have seventy eight yards rushing, forty two yards receiving, and one touchdown. Oof. Must start. I'm glad I have him on both teams. I'm on both. Teams. Oh, he's got it. Is he hurt? Oh, wait. Is if he's if he's healthy. Okay, he's uh he was having his groin looked at. That's right. So let's see what's going. Mr. Kabasi, you got you got your spotter in the studio. Hey, or is that the intern? Oh, is that just the voice, intern voices in my head, man. Voices in my head. <laughs> oh, fantastic. fantastic! Sometimes they make it the, make it out. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, so you are telling me that the one wide receiver, Javaris Landry, is going to outpoint Odell Beckham. So you're starting one of the two. Am I benching Odile Beckham Hell or no. am I starting them because I got him? I mean, the chances oh, you of you having both of them at the same time are I'm, unless you're the butcher. Did you have them both on your team, Butch? <laughs> no, I don't. But I would 
start OBJ? If, I mean, you don't bench OBJ. No. No, I put him in my lineup. Um, um, he had an off week last week. He had the opportunities, but did not uh, did not turn it around. Butcher, what do you see in, in Pittsburgh in terms of my fantasy, uh, my fantasy love, my fantasy scoring touchdowns? Who who's who's the player? Who's who's going to get it done? Hmm. Good question. <laughs> Good well, do you, do you not, know uh, Deontay Johnson? I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know he's hurt. Yeah. And you and he didn't practice today. You know that Juju Smith Schuster is hurt and didn't practice today. So they may have a little bit of a hurt locker going on in, yeah, in, in Pennsylvania up there. Which they're bodes well up. for uh the Cleveland Browns, by the way. Yeah. It really does. Um Chase Claypool. I'm going for the Browns. Pick- I think they'll pull it off. Do you think Chase Claypool can score uh, one touchdown after scoring four touchdowns last week, Butcher? What's your opinion? I'll give him one. Okay. Ben Roethlisberger, is he just too dumb to hurt or too old to win this game? Too old. Oh, I wish. Write that down, America. I'm going to – can we put that on a bumper sticker? (laughs) Hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns, hashtag Roethlisberger, too old to win this game. Is James Conner a uh, must-start? Most of you would say yes. Will yes. he be a disappointment in week six in this game against a pretty stout Brown defense? Uh, less than nine fantasy points for Mr. Conner. Less than nine? Yes. Hmm. No, I think, he's, I think he'll get a little bit more than nine, but he's not going to have an epic game. Wow. All right. I think Benny, Benny Snell is going to come in and poach a touchdown. So James Conner is going to have 100 yards rushing, no touchdowns. Benny Snell is going to have 30 yards rushing and like a touchdown, maybe two, because he's going to be poaching them. Is Eric Ebron, is Eric Ebron a top 10 uh, tight end this week in fantasy football? Yes, he is. This is going to be a shootout. It's going to be if if the Browns show up, it's going to be a shootout. They're going to give up points, but they're going to score points, and I'm okay with that. Over Our 151. The, 51 in the desert. So you're saying this game is, is the first team to 30 wins? Is that what we're thinking here? That's pretty much going to be the story of the year. First game to 30 wins, as Kelsey said. <laughs> yeah, first team to 30. We can put that on a tape loop and pretty much press a button with that one. We and and br- the Browns have scored 30 points, I think, four games in a row. 30 plus. And they're running the ball like it's nobody's business. I love some Kareem Hunt this week. Um, Baker Mayfield, uh, I'm, I'm not sure how many drinks I had last week when we said game manager, but uh, Baker Mayfield's going to have to uh, be healthy in terms of whatever part of his body. Somehow it's, it's his ribs or something similar. I'd have to look it up again. But Baker Mayfield's the key man in this game. You know that as well as I do, uh, Cleveland Brown fan. And Baker has to win this game. He doesn't have to win alone. He has to do his part. And I think Cleveland is in a prime position. As I said last week, you know, you're playing the big dogs. Let's see what you got. They showed quite a bit last week. I'm I'm, I'm right with you. 16 years later, it's time to reverse that particular trend. I'm, t- I'm all over them Cleveland Browns. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little less uh, shootout oriented when it comes to the Steelers. I think they're banged up. And I think that the Cleveland Browns defense can create a couple more turnovers and those Steeler faithful uh, just have to duck and cover because Cleveland's bringing the big ugly to Pennsylvania 
and they're going to beat up on the Steelers. They, look out down. for cheap shots, man. Uh, Garrett, uh, Garrett Morris. Garrett Morris. You know, so so you think they're going to come after your lineman based on that last year? Garrett Morris was so. on the original uh, Saturday Night Saturday Night Live. Night Live. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'll tell you what. If 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 Baker only has throws one interception, we'll win. If he throws more than one interception, we'll lose. And I, I you can almost take it to the bank that Joe Hayden, former Cleveland Brown, is going to get a pick. You know, in 2015, I love me some Joe Hayden, and. Butcher, I have been in your house when I have expressed love for Joe Hayden and the way he plays football. <laughs> and in this game in week six, this is, a, this is you know, the AFC North is great with the exception of Cincinnati getting your quarterback beat up. And this is a pivotal game. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, America, Cleveland's going to take care of business. Lock it. Lock it. Put your dollar on it. Put your fantasy love on it. Hashtag America's team. Hashtag Cleveland Browns. Hashtag Johnny Kilbasa. Hashtag Sausage Hut. Hashtag Sharp Crayons. All right. That's how how strong I feel about it, Butcher. I can tell. Oh, my goodness. So let's go. Enough of the happy talk here. (laughs) Let's go to something a little more sad, Mishy. Let's go. Let's go to the graveyard, formerly known as the New Jersey Jets football team, bro. Heading on down to retirement land. Maybe they can spend a little time in the sun, but the red hot Miami Dolphins about to take advantage of a wounded, bleeding, scarred, crawling, fingernailless New York Jets, bro. They just, my guy just came back off the IR. Was he even, didn't even need to go on the IR in the first place. Comes back for one game. Likes a couple tweets and gets, oh, not even traded. Straight up walking papers. Le- Le'Veon Bell, man. So condolences yes. to the New York Jets. There is uh, there's music for that. Um, I believe it's a funeral march. Um, and no one cares. A dirge and no one cares. No one bleeping cares. So sad. Too bad. This is the National Football League, and you deserve to get a whooping, and we're going to give it to you. I have uh, um, I have emotional content with my New York Football Jets, and I've had to bury it. I mean, when I was in the dark getting crunched by uh, Camp Butcher last week, I also buried the Jets. I buried I buried a lot of things deep, oh. deep, deep into my. Uh, and all I kept seeing when I closed my eyes was visions of a bearded Joe Flacco. And when I was trying to sleep, I had I saw a lineup for the Champ Butcher that put like like four Joe Flaccos in it, and each one of them scored thirty points, and I lost the game. <laughs> nightmares, nightmares in in my pain, and uh, or from my pain, and it's not pretty. We've I've, I've spoken at length. Um, Divisively, uh, critically, unhappily, um, um, spiritually, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, the best thing I can tell you going into week six is that no one expects the Jets to do nothing, not a zip. And this is the kind of game where the young Miami Dolphins, if they don't keep it together, 
they're gonna they're not gonna put the Jets away. The Jets are gonna find a way to keep this game close. Really? You love you love Fitzmagic last week. I'm telling you, if you got an option, you're gonna see the、uh, Fitz ugly in Week Six. It's gonna be the Fitz ugly week because it's getting near two a time, and Fitzmagic only has so much magic every year. We're in Week Six. He gave the last of the magic to the butcher to help. You know. Basically, hand me my head, and and it's time for Fitz Fizzle, and the Jets are gonna.、Fizzle. It's time for Fitz Fizzle. Mark it down.、Um, this is not gonna be a twenty-eight, thirty-three point game. This is gonna be fifteen points, and he's gonna struggle. Well, I'm talking about a couple turnovers, and I am right here and now in the sausage shop. Oh, saying the Jets' defense will be a top seven. Fantasy football defense in Week Six by virtue of three turnovers, turnover for touchdown, and about five sacks. Defensive touchdown from the New York Jets. The, the Jets are not going to do what Baltimore did last week, but they are going to come close to twenty fantasy points. Wow! And there is no reason to believe me. No reason just to do something, but write it down. Said Michi. Said. And you guys can call me on it if I'm wrong, but I'm not going to be wrong. This game's going to be closer than you think, Mister Kilbasa. So you're、I、saying you forgot to take your meds or something? Ah, <sighs> truth of the matter is, maybe I just did take my meds and they're kicking in. But, <laughs> but that is what's going to happen in week six. And your、uh, Gaskin as, that you picked up for running back,、uh, based on some recommendations here. Played pretty well last week. He's going to have be a little more stifled this week. Preston Williams, the wide receiver, who's who's finally healthy. I hope he's on your radar. I hope you picked him up. I hope you don't start him this week. On the other side, the kid who was finally healthy is going to get、uh, three fantasy points. You're not going to get the love. Mike Kiseki is going to get a lot of love, and I would start him. For、um, the Miami Dolphins this week, and I would start their kicker, and I don't even know what his name is, because this is not going to be a high-scoring game, and the points got to come from somewhere. And I'm loving Jamison Crowder for the Jets. I would say Joe Flacco is throwing two, two, two touchdowns this week. And if you had to put me against the line, there's a kid named Perrine, young running back. Now that、uh, Knucklehead Le'Veon has finally left the building. Um, the Gore Show will get some things done, but Perrine, the running back, is going to score a touchdown. Another instance where I dare you to pick him up. No one's going to pick him up, but this is what's going to happen. And if it breaks right, the Jets are going to win like twenty-one seventeen. Wow! Wow! And Fitz Fizzle, Fitz Fizzle, and the love for Joe Flacco and Champ Butcher's heart when she sees the beard he's wearing, it's not going to match. It's, it's not going to match Fitz Magic's for style and appeal and all that. But it's going to be a rugged man's beard, and he's going to play a rugged man's game called pro football. Okay,、and、Butcher, you you played Fitz Magic. You beat Mishy with Fitz Magic this week. Are you going to play him again this week? Oh, you know it's always the.、Uh... How long do you ride the magic horse? I don't disagree、yeah. with that, but he is smoking hot with his beard and his chest here, so、wow. it might be a game, a game time decision. You know, I don't, I, I'm on the fence right now. I can't say either way. <laughs> Staunch opinions here in the fantasy football ferocity week six. 
I'm on the fence. Oh my god. On that note, uh, <laughs> butcher. What? Who? You, yeah. how, how, how's your fantasy lineup looking this week? Are you confident in what you're doing besides Fitzmagic, or what? You're riding high. Well, in this uh, this league, yes. In uh, your league, not so much. Mm. I am. I am uh, almost rock bottom in that league. I am a mess because of COVID, because of injuries, because of all sorts of things. So, I what is I uh, what is your toughest decision this week? in this uh, Johnny Cabasa League, Cam? Well, I have Cam in that league, too. So, uh, I mean, I was just reading the report, and they're saying that he should be cleared for practice tomorrow. So that should improve my <laughs> game drastically. If I'm, I had Teddy Bridgewater in last week, which wasn't terrible, but I also had McKinnon, which was a big goose egg for – Yes. Yeah. I mean, you had so. a, you had the third highest score of the week. Unfortunately, you played the person with the the, the highest score of the week. <laughs> right. That has been the story in that league all season so yeah. far. So well, it's time for a change. What do you think about that, Butcher? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I, I brought up the caboose. <laughs> no, there was one team under me. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Kibasa and Champ, I, I know you got. I know the Champ's got a place to be, but there's one thing I didn't say because I got a little confused and just want to say it now while the butcher's on the phone. The Raiders, the Saints, the Chargers, and the Seahawks are the bye teams this week. There are two Monday night games: Kansas City at Buffalo, Arizona at Dallas, and there are no Thursday night games this week. I just looked at the schedule, Butcher. I just wanted to say so, just to put it in the air tonight. I liked having a football on Tuesday. I think, you know, that was that was kind of nice. I'm liking this doubleheader on Monday. I think that's kind of nice, too. Yep. Two games. Two games. So the recommendation, to start the, the week. the recommendation to everyone is a half a day Monday. I believe that's the official sausage chart recommendation for the workforce and the listening public, fantasy football lovers everywhere. Half a day like on Monday, it. people. Half a day on Monday. Because the first kickoff's at 5 o'clock Eastern, so that's uh, pretty damn early the farther west you head, that's for sure. So, Butcher, you'll be able to tune in at 2 o'clock in the afternoon in that game? Is that is that what it is, if it's 5 o'clock on the East Coast? Yeah. I guess I'd better take half day off. <laughs> I, think you, I, I think for our friends on the other coast, Mr. Kibasa, they should just take Monday off, call in. Just take the week off. Take Tuesday yeah. off, too, because you're going to be up late. <laughs> West of the Mississippi, just you're taking Monday off. For the rest of us, we work half a day. You're, if you're in Buffalo, you're taking Monday off. If you're in Dallas or Arizona, you're taking Tuesday off. Yeah. Basically. Me. That's how it Very goes. nice, Mr. Kilbasa. Very nice. All right, Butcher, let's get some, uh, before you go there, let's get a wager. We need to wager on something here. Oh, it's got to be my Jet game. The Jets at the Dolphins. Okay, you're taking you're taking on all comers, Mishy? This week, week six, I am. Okay. Name it. Name it. Me I'll name it? Yep. Yeah, you name it. You name it. No. Oh, what are we betting? What are we betting? We're in Miami, so it's got to be. You know, we're. We, I don't know. Next time we, next time we need to bet Kibasa. When I'm right, your Kibasa, we're getting on that private plane, the three of us, and we're going to spend a weekend in Miami, either on you or I'm paying for it. 
As long as there's boat drinks, I'm all right. We're good. So if the Jets win, Kibas is treating all of us in his private jet trip down to the 305 for like a three or four day weekend. And if I win, we're still taking Kibas's jet, but I'll cover the rest of the expenses. What do you right. think, Mr. Kibasa? Okay. Sounds good to me. Right. Which side you want to you want to be on uh, the other? Which side of that do you want to be on, Butcher? Oh, I'm uh, you know Fitz Magic all the way. Okay. Come on. All right, there all you right. go, Mister Mister Kibasa. I, I know you're on the Fitz Magic train. I know you uh, want Gaskin to be like the best running back in football this week, I fantasy do. football yeah. purposes, and, and I respect those decisions. But I am really looking forward to that free ride and free weekend. That's a great bet. I'm looking forward to that. Michi versus Damn. the world, New York Jets versus the world. And uh, <laughs> there you go. That's a great, great wager. Can't wait to have a weekend on Michi. Those credit cards Camp. have no limits on them. So, hey. <laughs> that, I, it's, it's black for a reason. Camp uh, Butcher, congratulations. Congratulations. Great game. Thank you. It was good playing against you. About time, huh? Yep, yep. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> and while you're here, we're gonna play out with. Butcher. You're the you you've been inducted into the the ring of honor in the sausage hut. You now have your own theme song debuting right now as we speak. Hello. Just finished it today. Twenty separate tracks of awesomeness. <laughs> and here she is playing it riding out into the sunset. Oh, no. You guys have a good night. Oh, no. You too, Butcher. We'll see you next week, hopefully. Oh, no. All right. Good night. There's your newest theme song in the sausage hut. I lost. I lost. You know, I know there's an intern there somewhere, and whoever did that was No interns on the theme song. That's strictly Johnny Cabasa. All material done by Johnny Cabasa? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. know that. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the uh, where to find you and all the a nice promo before we segue. Go ahead, give us all the promos, Mister Kobasa. Johnny Kobasa on Twitter, Johnny Kobasa rocks on uh, Instagram, JohnnyKobasa.com, and now we're heading straight into it, Mishy. We're going to go lightning round style through the other games that we haven't talked about yet. The NFL week six starting on Sunday at one ending Monday night at eight fifteen. Of course, that's Eastern time. Mishy's going to take us through. We're going to give him three minutes. We're going to have a buzzer going. Do we have a gong, Mishy? Is there a gong anywhere in the house? There is a gong in the house, but can we reserve that for the special crescendo, or do you want it, like, straight away? We need a gong check on mic one. Here, I have to uh, press a button and stand up because I was in I was in a very contemplative place right now thinking about fantasy football. Were you in the bathtub or the something? Was, no, the gremlins, the, I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is the gremlins who took my fantasy football week five joy and somehow moved my gong. Let's see what I got here. 
It's the reason why we had a gong check. It was right in front of me all the time. There it is. The gong. The gong heard round the world. The gremlins are now gone. The gremlins are now gone. I love that gong. There are other superstitions for that. All right. Mishy, are you ready? Are you ready to do this? You stretched out? You got your hammies stretched? You got your ankles taped up? I am, and I do. Okay. But tell us where we're going, and let's let's talk about some fantasy football, Mr. Cabasa. I'm ready. All right. Our first game of the week is going to be the Houston Oilers, who <laughs> are back on track after they got rid of that asshole coaching, but they're heading to one of the hottest teams in America, the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans versus the Houston Texans. And we're going to talk about that for three minutes. Start now. In America, as you know, the uh, coach in Houston's gone. New coach is in. Deshaun Watson finally performed like a fantasy football player. We all drafted him as our QB1. This week, Deshaun Watson, Watson show can and play enough defense to win. This is the shootout. Deshaun Watson, 30-plus fantasy points. David Johnson, David Johnson, uh-huh, is a touchdown maker. You suffered with him, start him. If you had to say to yourself, Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks finally showed up, maybe some Randall Cobb, maybe some Kenny Stills on the side, I'm here to tell you Brandon Cooks is going to go back-to-back with big games. And for some reason, he's sitting on your bench. He's a starter. He could be the big play man you were looking for. The the idea that the Texans have to outscore Indianapolis is pretty clear. I am starting the moneymakers. I may even start Will Fuller if I have him as 120 yards, but I think Brandon Cooks is going to have one of them 142 touchdown games with David Johnson scoring another, and I believe Deshaun Watson will throw three and run one in. Must start. And Indianapolis that we just saw play, and we had a couple funds with – we had Indianapolis, Nashville that we just saw play and have a lot of fun. And and their team with Derrick Henry is always a must start. Mr. Kielbasa say a must start. Always a must start, Derrick Henry. A.J. Brown is back in healthy. If you have him, it's a good place for him to start and have another great game. John o. Smith got a little banged up in that game, catching a touchdown or so, and he's been super hot. Uh, we hope that you took the sausage out recommendations and picked him up a long time ago. I would check his health status this week, Mr. Kielbasa, because there might be a little something going on there. Now, Ryan Tannehill had all the love last week, all the love in the world. If you got him, you're going to start him. And it is going to be a bit of a shootout. So I'm going to say touchdowns for Mr. Henry again. Touchdown for A.J. Brown again. Ryan Tannehill may throw two touchdowns and he may try and run one in. But I get the feeling that hes it's just not going to be enough because Houston's going to score in every quarter of this game and take the W and jump back in, believe it or not up in the standings and make this make a statement that it was the coach's fault. We, the players, got a lot of guts, and we're going to beat a very good Tennessee game in week, a Tennessee team in week three. And that's what's going to happen there, kid. What do you think about that? 
I think I think Houston's going to be a new team, and the, the Houston that started this year is not going to be the Houston we're going to see going forward. I think you're right there. I think Sean Watson's going to kick ass for the rest of the season. That's for sure because Romeo Cornell is a player's coach. There you go. They say Romeo Cornell is the oldest coach in the National Football League ever. Yeah. I mean, like he he's older right now than George Hallis ever was coaching in the football game, which. Uh, you know, take it for what it's worth. The voice of reason, the voice of experience, and those young men, to re- young men are responding to him, and that's what counts. There you go. Yeah, they'll get one good year out. Up. And, and then, uh, you know, he, he'll he'll be good for the rest of the year. Definitely good. And what else yeah. will be good is heading on down to Indianapolis. Just coming off a loss from the Cleveland Browns, the Indianapolis Colts hosting the hapless. Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky Bengals. We're going to talk about that for a three-minute start now. Everyone on the uh, Joe Burrow train. Everyone on the Joe Burrow train. Everyone on the Joe Burrow train, Mr. Cabasa. What happened? When the train goes off the tracks, you're going to lose your fantasy football game. The problem with the Cincinnati Bengals more often than not is their offensive line and their attitude. Their attitude is getting adjusted. Their offensive line is still just what in the world's going on here. You drafted Joe Mixon and start Joe Mixon. Why not? How are you going to bench a guy you drafted in the first or second round? You know what I mean, Mr. Gilbasa? I do. I mean, you're riding and, with them whether you like it or not. And Indianapolis defense um, um, is not playing the Cleveland Brown offense this week. If there's any chance that Joe Burrow can get protected, I would start Tyler Boyd. I, if there was any chance that Joe Burrow was getting protected, I would think about starting Drew Sample. But as it stands, um, the sieve that is their O-line is going to you know, make a little Swiss cheese out of uh, the Cincinnati team. And Indianapolis defense is just the defense to stifle, completely stifle Cincinnati in week six. I would start the Colts defense this week, Mr. Kabasa. And I'm not, you know, this this time last week on this program, we had said the Colts have the number one D in football. And then, of course, then that hashtag America's team, hashtag the Cleveland <laughs> Browns. But it's still a great defense against a bad team. It's a really good matchup. I would not think twice about it. I would not think twice about it. And insofar as the uh, the team called the Colts, what are you doing with the old man at quarterback this week, Mr. Kilbasa? Philip Rivers has been an absolute waste of time as a fantasy football quarterback. If you drafted him and you have a chance to pick up Drew Locke off a of free agency, would you do that? I'm not as low on him as you are. No, I would not. He, I'm, I mean, I'm not starting him I, unless you're unless you totally got screwed by a bye week. There's no way you're starting him. Okay. Okay. Jonathan Taylor, the rookie running back, um, has not shown his full potential against this Cincinnati defense. It might be a little staggered for him through parts of this game, but there are going to be other parts of this game where he's going to prove his worth as a high worthy fantasy football running back. I like, I like Mr. Taylor to have his best game as a pro. And I am talking about a touchdown, maybe two, and over 130 yards of combined offense. He is, to me, a must-start, and he's disappointed previously. Um, if you had to take between uh, T.Y. Hilton and Zach Pascal, 
Jack Doyle, Trey Burton, or Mo Ali Cox. That is not an impressive group of pass catchers. And that is not um, not the forte of the Indianapolis Colts. However, I will say that uh, T.Y. Hilton has a chance to score a touchdown this week. If he's still on your roster, you want to take a flyer, you got a problem, go ahead and put him in. But this is going to be a ground them, pound them. Colts defense may score a touchdown, and Indianapolis is going to handle every which way. Um, and there's very fantasy, very little fantasy football love in this game, except for those people we mentioned. I wouldn't start Tyler Boyd. I would have cut A.J. Green a month ago. Um, Joe Mixon, again, you got him. You got to. If you got a substitute for Burrow, consider it. And Mr. Taylor is the main man for the Colts as well as their D. No other fantasy football love, Mr. Cobos. Yeah, don't None. Don't need to talk much about that game. And don't need to talk much about this game either. Going up to Minnesota, the hapless Vikings hosting the even more hapless. But, hey, maybe uh, they got a new lease on life too because they got rid of their coach. Everybody wants Matt Ryan to leave town from what I hear. But the Falcons are heading up to Minnesota this year. Oh. Who has uh... – Three minutes start. Uh, who is who has replaced coach out there in uh, um, Raheem Morris? Raheem Morris, right? Yeah. Mr. Morris took yeah. over, right? Yeah. And the idea that he's a defensive coach is one thing, and that's what's really needed with your Atlanta Falcons. But he's been the deep, you know, defensive coordinator, and I'm not sure what this change is going to bring. The health is Juju Smith-Schuster is there. The ability for Calvin Ridley not to be a true number one at all times, a, a la Juju Smith-Schuster, by you the way. You mean Julio off. Jones. Who did I say? <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster. No, no, no. Julio Jones is injured. I may have made a mistake, but Calvin Ridley oh. last week, Calvin Ridley, um, if he's a true one, he play. he's playing as poorly as Juju Smith-Schuster has oh. as a true one. Gotcha. And last week, it, there was no joy there. Matt Ryan's still the quarterback. You cannot turn to Matt Schaub. Todd Gurley, um, touchdown maker, two touchdown makers last week, if I'm not mistaken, is, you know, my goodness, against the Minnesota defense, I'd start Todd Gurley. I would start Calvin Ridley again this week. And in, I'll tell you what, I would start Matt Ryan this week based on the turnover from, you know, the head coach to the new head coach. And I can see Matt Ryan throwing two or three touchdowns playing old-fashioned Matt Ryan. We have to have a shootout kind of football. I'm telling you the truth, Mr. Kielbasa. And Hayden Hurst is not a touchdown maker, and he's not the player you wanted. He's not the player I drafted. That's for sure. And Atlanta will score 24 to 30 points in this game. Minnesota is going to do the same thing. Kirk Cousins, believe it or not, is going to be a top 10 quarterback again this week. Shocking, I know. Um, um, Delvin Cook is already out. So everyone, the the guy's name is, uh, I believe, Madison. It could be, yeah, it's Alexander Madison. And M-A-T, not D. And he, if he is on your free agent pickup wire anywhere, pick him up and you plug him in because he's a talented, he's one of those handcuffed guys and he's talented and he's needed in Minnesota this week. Adam Thielen's a pro bowler. You got him, start him. You were smart enough to pick up Justin Jefferson. You got him in this game. You start him. Shoot out, shoot out, shoot out, shoot out, shoot out. No love for the tight ends in 
either case, no love for the defenses. Give me the quarterback. Give me the running back. Give me your stud wide receivers in this game. And let's say the Falcons keep it close and find a way to lose in the last 30 seconds. In that case, Dan Bailey, the kicker of the Vikings, could be on your fantasy football radar. Vikings win in the last second, and it will be a shootout because neither of these teams can play defense. A lot of fantasy love here, Mr. Kibasa. but Not no much love, NFL love. No love for Young Young Ho Koo, the kicker for the 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 Falcons. He uh he he may be the reason they lose this game. Young Ho Koo. <laughs> he may be the he may be the reason they lose this game. Okay. And uh, that's why I would I would lean more to, towards the Vikings kicker. Gotcha. They're in a dome. They're in a dome. So there's you know they're both dome teams. I don't think I'm, I don't know the status in Minneapolis right now on how they're treating fans in the stands. But if I had to guess, the common sense is they're in a dome. Therefore, there will be no stands. They can go play in fresh air arenas, but they will not let you play in a dome. Did you know, Mr. Pilbasa? that the NFL was scheduled to play something at the Mercedes Dome, the Super Bowl, in like three years. And uh, because it's New Orleans and it's three years later and it's in a dome, they are ready to move the game right now. Wow. Push it back. So if I'm, I'm not reading any tea leaves there. I'm just, I'm just sharing a story I heard. That sucks. Amazing. Take the Vikings. Take your take your main players, and let's get the heck out of Minnesota. It's starting to get cold. All right. Yeah, it is starting to get cold, and that sucks for everybody north of the Mason Dixon line. But for us, we're just going to keep on rolling right out of town, and we're going to go straight to the football club, the New York <laughs> Jersey. Duh. There's a. It used to be a great game to watch, but now not so much. The Washington football team's going to head to the swamps of Jersey to take on the Giants, Michi. Whole lot of nothing going on here as far as I can tell. What do you say? Yeah, the we'll talk about it for Dexter, three minutes. Three minutes, and not going to take that long. We can talk about Dexter Manley. We can talk about Joe Gibbs, Joe Theismann. We can talk about John Riggins. We can talk about Charlie Taylor and Larry Brown. We can talk about, you know, Fran Tarkington. We can talk about Norm Sneed. Talk about Phil Sims. You know, talk about Lawrence Taylor. Mark Bavaro. Mark Bavaro. All these stars from our football past in this legendary, legendary matchup that is in four letters, J-O-K-E, a joke. If you want to watch a crappy football game, go ahead and tune in. If you're from D.C. or New Jersey, I'm sorry. The truth's not supposed to hurt. It is not. Fantasy football love for, New York, for the Washington Football Club or the Washington Team Football, WTF. Antonio Gibson, we've told you to pick him up. I'm sure you picked him up. You're going to start him. Terry McLaurin from Ohio State, if I'm not mistaken, he is a stud. He's a, he is a must start he is a must start he is an 18 point performer after that the uh week one greatness of the washington defense has turned into the usual swiss cheese i'm starting to i'm starting the rookie running back and i am definitely starting mr mclaurin at wide receiver and as for the new york football giants you know plug and play what do you want to do 
You want Daniel Jones? You want Colt McCoy? I don't care. You want Devontae Freeman? You want Wayne Gallium? I don't care. None of us are starting them. The best wide receiver on the team is Darius Slayton, and he's banged up. Therefore, I'm not starting him. The only healthy guy worthwhile on the team is tight end Evan Ingram. And the only player for the New York football Giants worthwhile starting is Evan Ingram, and that's because Washington gives up points to tight ends. Um, therefore, there are three fantasy football players here. This is a game that they should just give both these teams by weeks all the way till 2021. This is this is bad. And the fans in the New York football Giants, I feel for you. The fans of the Washington Redskins, there's some improvement there, but the talent isn't there yet. And the Giants can't say that. Washington Redskins will win this game. Well, I'm going to call them the Redskins. Screw it. I've done it too many times. The Washington Redskins are going to beat team. the Giants. Yeah, yeah, all right. The, uh, the, the, the Washington team is going to beat the New Jersey team, and it's not even going to be pretty. It's not going to be close. Take the fantasy football players I mentioned and call me in the morning. Get me the <laughs> hell out of Jersey. Let's get the hell out of Jersey right on time. And while we're in that part of town, we're going to go to Michi's second favorite city in the world. Right down 95. Philadelphia. Or how do you say the Gawiggles? Gawiggles are hosted the Baltimore Ravens, your Super Bowl champions, I think. I don't know, man. Not me. Philadelphia, Baltimore. No love lost here. How far is it from Baltimore to Philadelphia? Uh, less than a half a tank of gas. Okay. So here it's, we go. Uh, take an hour and ten minutes. We're going to talk about it for three minutes if we need it. Baltimore, Philadelphia, Michigan. You know, that game in the Meadowlands is just going to be so bad. We'll stay on, you know, the Sausage Hut um, promotional bus. Go right down 95, stop in Philadelphia, and just anything but cheese whiz on my steak sandwich, please. <laughs> the, um, the, the idea that the Ravens came to play last week and dominated a pretty bad team uh, should be on everyone's front and center. Just wow, they can do that. And this is going to be another week where the Ravens defense is going to dominate. Um, as much as I love the quarterback Carson Wentz in Philadelphia, no. As much as the running back Sanders last week had a couple of big runs, the rest of his game sucked. There is not a healthy wide receiver that you would trust in Philadelphia. Zach Ertz, you drafted him. I'll say it. I'll say it again, Mr. Cabasa. B-U-S-T next to E-R-T-Z. Bust, bust, bust. He's hurt again. Philadelphia is a mess. The Ravens are licking their chops. Lamar Jackson might not play. Be out of the game halfway through the fourth quarter. Having scored two or three touchdowns. Yes, passing the ball for 300-plus yards. Marquise Brown is a touchdown maker this week. Mark Andrews is another big reward for your draft value. Touchdown maker this week. And our man, Mark uh, Mark Ingram, is going to be the lead dog in their three-headed monster. And I would take a flyer and say Mark Ingram might get two. Baltimore's going to kill him. Carson Wentz, for all his just um, tougher-than-you attitude, can't do it alone. And I mean to tell you, they beat up Cincinnati. They beat up Burrow last week, and they are going to beat up Carson Wentz this week. Load up on the Ravens and – 
just I'm so sorry, Philadelphia. Take the bus home. It's not that far. You're gonna get crushed. Wow. That's it. Okay. That's it. Plenty That's of time to spare on that game. We'll reset the old. That clock one's not game. hard. That's not that hard. one's not hard, Mr. Gilboxer. <laughs> All right. Well, here's one that might be hard because the Carolina Panthers, look out. They've won three in a row. And they're going to be hosting the not-so-bad Chicago Bears, Michigan, the Bears, and the Panthers. We're going to talk about that one for three minutes starting right now. Mr. let me ask you a question. Sure. Which one of the two of us on this program said that the Bears are beating Tampa last week? I believe that was you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nick Foles cost me dearly. Um, David Montgomery, I didn't trust. He opened my eyes again a little bit last week, Mr. Kielbasa. Um, Montgomery is a nice play this week in this game because Carolina's defense is, is really not that good. Allen Robinson, you drafted him for a reason. You drafted him for the way he played last week. He helped you win a game. Must start this week. And how about Mr. Kilbasa, the long-lost, almost-forgotten superstar, Jimmy Graham, baller for Chicago. Finally found a home. Finally found a home with Nick Foles. You know, how, how is it you can't play with Aaron Rodgers, but you can play with Nick Foles? How is that? The question is, does does that tight end, the superstar Jimmy Graham, is he a top seven, top ten fantasy tight end this week? And I'm asking you, because this could be the difference in my prediction. What do you think about the superstar this week? I think I'm I'm, I'm wishfully thinking because I'm going to try to pick him up off the waiver wire <laughs> unless somebody else is going to do it. <laughs> I see. So so you're down. So all right. In that instance. In that instance, we're going to call for the Chicago Bears to score 30-something points this week. And I'm going to put the superstar on my touchdown maker lineup, along with Allen Robinson and Montgomery. And believe it or not, that makes Nick Foles a really good quarterback play. The real love, the real fun, and the real learning for me is the admiration that I'm, I'm developing for the Carolina team. Because I abandoned them way too early this year. I abandoned them in what would have been week two or three of the preseason. And they've won, what did you say, three in a row? Playing good ball. Teddy Bridgewater is such a viable quarterback all of a sudden because now he's consistent or he's throwing touchdowns and running them. It's it's remarkable. And I love the coaching staff in Carolina. Again, I jumped off the bandwagon too fast. You got Bridgewater? I'm starting him. I'm starting him. I'm starting him. He's a 24-point guy. You got Miles at Miles Davis, and I love using those two things together. And Miles Davis continues to surprise, surprise, surprise. You got him. Put him in a because the Bears' defense will. You know, Miles. You know, Mr. Davis. Mike Davis is his name, not Miles Davis. You know, Mike Davis came up with the Chicago Bears, so there's a little bit of payback in this game. And Mike and and Mike Davis is going to get his touchdown. He is going to get his hundred plus yards. He's a fantasy football starter. Robbie Anderson is the leader of the group. DJ Moore scores the touchdowns. I'm going to say start both of them this week because we're going to see a few points scored in here. And I'm saying touchdowns for both those men. And I got a status update on uh, everyone's favorite Carolina Panther, Christian McCaffrey. Are you ready, Mr. Gilboss? I'm ready, Michy. All right. You drafted him with your number one pick. You've been suffering. You're in the basement. You suck, whatever. 
Um, he is allowed to come off the um, injury reserve today. The question in Carolina is we have a two, three, four week window where we can bring him back. And it might be too late for your fantasy football season, but wait just a little longer, Christian McCaffrey, guys. And if you got McCaffrey when he got hurt, you went ahead and got Mike Davis continue to play them and continue to be happy with the production. I'm seeing a lot of fantasy love in this game. I'm seeing a lot of points scored and I'm seeing, I got to get a Carolina because sometimes, sometimes I get in trouble there. Can we go a little further South? Mr. <laughs> Show enough. Let's go on down. Yeah. 95 to Jackson city. The Jaguars Jesus. are hosting Michigan's third favorite football team, or at least it was a couple weeks ago. The Detroit Lions and Steak Sandwich City Lions going down to Jacksonville to see what they can do. The final 1 p.m. game of Sunday, Michigan. Let's talk about it for three minutes. What do you say? Sure. Whatever happened to Minshew Mania? Well, their lineup sucks, and that's what happened to Minshew Mania. I want to talk about um, the Detroit Lions, Mr. Kielbasa. Can I tell a story? Tell us a story, Mishy. I've been told um, through a couple literary people I know that I am one of the one of the characters in a murder mystery being being written in and around Detroit, nineteen seventy four. Uh oh. And and I and I wondered why I heard this from someone else, and then I got a call from the person writing this and said, well, "What's your favorite thing about Detroit?" And I said, "Steak sandwiches." And she said, well, I got that covered. What else about Detroit? I said, old movie theaters. And that's all I can tell you about Detroit. And then I said the Detroit Lions and Bobby Lane, but that was the end of that. And the conversation was over. (laughs) In this game, in this game, Matt Stafford is a must start. Kenny Galladay is a must start. Uh, I would start Adrian Peterson with a boatload of confidence. Um, Detroit kicker, uh, Prater down here in Jayville. If you got him, start him. There's going to be points scored in this game. Gardner Minshew has so many people to throw the ball to that sometimes he's overthinking. And I think this week against that Detroit team that Minshew is going to be back on the gravy train and throwing touchdowns. I think that uh, DJ Chalk, if he's playing, he's banged up and he should play. He's a must start. You drafted him for a reason. In America, go back to the old wallpaper when I said LaVisca Chenault Jr. If he's still on your line, if he's somehow still in your uh, waiver wire routine, please pick him up this week. He's a touchdown player. He's a 100-yard receiver. He may run a 30-yard touchdown in. And LaVisca Chenault Jr., a rookie, will win you a fantasy football game. Everybody, take the Sharpies out. James Robinson, the running back, all of a sudden he was everyone's loving darling. Um, his production hasn't been there in the last two weeks. His volume still is. If I had David Montgomery and James Robinson, I'm starting David Montgomery this week. If I had Todd Gurley and James Robinson, I'm starting Todd Gurley this week. With that said, James Robinson is a double-digit fantasy guy. He's just not a mega player. And so far as the game goes, I'm rooting for Javel. I'm rooting for Jayville in, a, in in more or less a shootout. Matt Stafford, again, I'm starting him. Galladay is money. I'm saying two-plus touchdowns for Mr. Stafford. And his application to be the next starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys starts right here in Jacksonville. 
and he's going to have a 25 plus fantasy game and let let the big drama begin on in Jarrah's world and let the writers write what they want to write. What do you think about that? Perfect timing, Mishy. Perfect timing. And let's get on down. While we're in Florida, we've been hanging out over there a lot. Let's head across the oh, state yeah. to Tampa Bay, where the Buccaneers look like they're getting things together for the most part. But Green Bay's had their stuff together. Green Bay, Tampa Bay, there should be some sort of special trophy for the Battle of the Bays. And old quarterbacks, you still got it, going at it. The Buccaneers and the Packers, Michi. Let's talk about that for three minutes, starting now. How about, how about those two old guys? Two older than dirt guys playing winning football and potentially setting up a playoff matchup. Now, Tampa Bay needs to win this game. Green Bay sitting at a 4-0 undefeated. Beautiful thing going on. They can come down here and they can take care of business against Tampa Bay for one reason and one reason only. Are you ready, Mr. Cabasa? I'm ready. Aaron Jones is the best football player on the field. And he is is the one must-start to me. He's the best player in the field. I would start him. If I got him, of course I'm starting him. I don't care what the world thinks. Aaron Rodgers, who's he throwing the ball to this week? Is, 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 are they healthy a wide receiver off a of bye week? Or, or are they still scuffling and not knowing who's who's going to catch the ball? What, uh, what do you know about I the think Devontae's still injured. Uh, I think Scanling's healthy. Uh, Malik Taylor, look out for him. And Equimedia St. Brown, man. Lazard uh, still I know, hurt. I know you having fun there, but Lazard is still hurt, and the status on Devontae Adams is hurt. I would monitor that, and it will not. It's going to impact me, but it won't impact you. You're going to start Aaron Rodgers, but I think this is going to be an Aaron Jones kind of game. It doesn't mean Aaron Rodgers isn't throwing for a touchdown or running for another one. Tampa Bay is a little bit banged up on um, on defense, and. Tom Brady doesn't like doesn't like a lot of things right now in in Tampa. I would go on a I would go on a limb right now and say the Green Bay Packers are going to score a defensive touchdown that's going to win the game, and Tom Brady's going to like bust a nut in his neck because I'm calling for the Packers to score a defensive touchdown Uh-oh, against Tampa. There Tom. we go. And as as such, I would not start Tom Brady this week. You got to be completely impressed with your man, Ronald Ronald Jones. How do you say his name again? Me and Ronald Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Dan, he's going to get stifled. I think Tampa's going to have a hard time in this game. Uh, Mike Evans is a bit banged up. Um, he he'll probably play again. If you got him, you're going to start him. Um, Chris, Chris Godwin, who knows when he's playing again, Scott, a little Scotty Miller, a little Scotty Miller. He's hurt. Who knows what's going to happen again? And Mr. Gronkowski, the tight end. Listen, I called for you to be a better football (laughs) player last week, Gronk. Like I really thought you would get your first touchdown last week. I'm saying Gronkowski is not a must start. I'm saying Gronkowski is going to be a top five tight end. He's going to catch six or seven balls. 89 yards and he's going to fall into the end zone 
is what I'm saying, Mr. Kilbasa. All right. And it's going to come down to Tampa, Tampa Tom, Tamper Tom, whatever the heck he calls that place. He's going to make a mistake. Green Bay is going to be capitalizing it. And I got one more question for you, Mr. Kilbasa. Yeah. The combined age of the two quarterbacks, plus or minus 80 years old. Uh, I believe it's I, – I think it's right below. I don't think ding, ding, ding. Rogers is ding, at ding, 40 ding. yet, is he? 37? No, he's 36. Okay. 36, 37. Circle gets the square. Very good. You passed that particular quiz. So, Mishy, I think let's put some money on this. Uh, let's let's put sure. a wager on this one. You're, say, you're taking Tampa, right? No, I'm saying Green Bay. You're saying Green Bay? Okay, and yes. you're saying Rob Gronkowski is going to have a big let's, – let's bet on Rob Gronkowski. Let's put a wager Bobby's on no that. no better bet to have. You can call his brother, put this on Twitter. Tell his brother to, and mark his time because here we go. Gronkowski, plus 75 yards, touchdown maker, plus five catches, and I'd be put $100 on it. Touchdown with 70, plus 75 yards, a touchdown, and what else? Plus, five catches. Plus five, ca- five catches or more? Yep. Five catches. Yep, yep. Okay, and since we're in, um, we're, in gonna, we're going 100 bucks straight cash money to take to the strip clubs. That's, well, bucks. if that's the case, let's make it 500. Straight cash money, 500 bucks for Gronk. And you're saying he's going to have a b- huge day. Uh, and, and so I, am I. Okay, and so are you. And you're, <laughs> that you're going to take that five hundred bucks and you're going straight to the VIP room. I'm going to walk in, pay the cover, and then uh, not see you for and two I'll hours. Put the, I'll put I'll put the black card down and use the five hundred just to throw around. Okay, sounds good. Rob we'll, Gronkowski. We'll throw, we'll throw that. Michigan. We'll throw that five hundred around and, and spend another five hundred easily. <laughs> I'm oh. sorry, they call them grown-up sports, Mr. Kielbasa. Do. Where are we going after that? Where are we going after? Uh, hey, we're almost we done, man. We're that? almost done. We're uh, to the Sunday nighter. Here nice. we go. The L.A. the Battle of California. I don't know what they call that. The Battle of I ten, I one. I don't know what it is. The Los Angeles Rams heading up the coast to San Fran Garoppolo, or is it on the Sunday nighter? Rams 49ers. Let's talk about it for three minutes, Mission. Mr. Kilmas, last week on this program, we spoke about the Rams. We talked about Mr. Goff having a great game. We talked about Robert Woods having a touchdown. We talked about Tyler Higby not being the guy we think he is. And we said that. And last week, we saw Gerald Everett be like the number one or two receiver on that team. This week, this week, this week, I am starting their kicker. I am starting their defense for the sake of pressure. I am starting Jared Goff and looking for another 24 to 27 point fantasy football game. Robert Woods is a touchdown maker this week, people. And a guy named Cooper Cup, who may be sitting on your bench because you forgot all about him, is a touchdown maker this weekend. And why am I giving so much love, you may ask yourself, America, Oslo, Red Hook. Why am I giving so much love? Why are you giving so much Los love Ange- to the Los Angeles Rams? The reason is the San Francisco 49er defense is decimated. Their offensive line is great. Their quarterback isn't healthy. Their running backs are a mess. Their wide receivers are coming are young or coming back from an injury. And they're a mess right now. 
And the world would tell you that the Rams are going to beat up on the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo isn't right. But I'm here to tell you something, Mr. Phil Boston. Just when you think it was safe to root for the Rams, and they are going to have a good game. They are going to score a boatload of points. The 49ers are going to compete in this game. I don't think they're going to win. I think Raheem Mozart coming back from injury, watch his status. Watch his status closely. But he's a 15- to 18-point fantasy guy. Debo Samuel coming back from injury. I'm saying Debo to Samuel is a touchdown maker, 110 yards and one of the best players on the field this week. I would start those two guys. And of course you start in Greg Kittle and based on that healthy offensive firepower, a crappy Garoppolo is still going to score 22 plus fantasy points. It's crayons out. And this is going to be a highly uh, fun game. And I just think that the Rams have a little more defense and a little more juice to make a difference. It's going to be close, but I'm taking, um, I think this has got a lot of fantasy uh, potential in it. I'm looking forward to this game. I really am. I really am. I'm looking forward to starting that wide receiver out in San Francisco, Debo Samuel. I mixed him up from a coach in Clemson a week or two ago, and I got Debo on the brain. So I'm starting Debo in week six and just watch them fantasy points come in, people. I suggest you do the same thing. All right. What do you think about that? I think about that all the time, man. Some people what were saying What do you think about Jimmy Jared Goff? Uh, I think he's having the, the year I wish he would have had last year. That's for sure. <laughs> That's uh, Now he's not on my team. Um, yeah, and, you know, some crazy? people are saying, is Garoppolo done in San Francisco? Come on, man. No, he's coming back. When he's coming back from, like, a high ankle sprain, late, yeah. lower body problem. Back up, back up. But they are really hurt on both sides, especially their defensive backfield. The D-line and the D-backfield is so banged up that's why – that's why you don't always jump for a defense because you took the 49er defense on reputation. You took them two rounds too damn early because you got to outsmart the smart guys in your league. <laughs> and now you're screwed um, because they're not that good. It's, in my opinion, they're almost cuttable and you drafted them in like the ninth round and a damn well cuttable based on all the injuries. Richard Sherman comes back. The rest of the guys come back. They start winning some ball games after the next two, three, four weeks from now. They're going to be fine going down a stretch. But the Rams got them at a good time. This is going to be a high-scoring fantasy football game. It's going to be a fun game to watch on Sunday night, too. Yeah, sounds good, man. I'm looking forward to that one. It's always nice to have a good Sunday night game. And you know what else is good? Two Monday night games, about six, seven hours, seven and a half hours of football on Monday. Why not move one of these games to Tuesday? We like Tuesday games, but hey, what the hell? Our first early Monday night game, 5 p.m. on the East start. The Chiefs heading to Buffalo. Uh Uh-oh, Buffalo coming off a butt-whooping when they should have. All the eyes were on them and they choked. Kansas City, hey, you know that there's only one team that can beat them. That's them. And that's them. And they and that's what happened to Kansas City last week. Start that time, Mr. Buffalo. Are Let's you start ready? it right now. Kansas City and uh, Buffalo. Should have a lot of uh, fantasy no. uh, salad to choose from. And and you have to wait till Monday because you're gonna start Jared Allen. You're gonna start Stephon Diggs. You are not starting the Buffalo Bill defense. And Singletary is, uh, has some potential. If you're feeling that Kansas City's defense can't stop the run, go ahead and start Singletary. I think you'll make a mistake less than 11 fantasy points, and there'll be better options. 
Um, the idea that this game is in Buffalo so early in the afternoon and then it's going to be twilight, um, it's going to be fun to watch. I am of the opinion that two Monday night games is just the way to go. I would have the personally, I would have the East Coast game at seven o'clock and I would have the West Coast game at 10 o'clock, that sort of thing, 11 o'clock, whatever the case is to fit them in. It's a three and a half hour window. So East Coast team, West Coast team, they couldn't facilitate that this week. That's just the way love goes. Um, you know, Mahomes is a must start. You know, the hyphenated running back. Um, people have, he's been up and down. This is going to be a big week for that kid. Um, I mean, to tell you, you drafted him early. What's his, how do you, how do you pronounce his full name, Mr. Gilboss? Carl? No. Clyde Edwards Adair. The hyphen Hilaire. And I mean, he's a touchdown maker. I mean, he's going to catch the ball for 50 yards. He's going to run for a close to 100, believe it or not. Kansas City Chiefs watch, in, watch Tennessee just just Murgatroyd and beat up that buff, vaunted Buffalo defense. They were taking notes. They had a bad week last week. I feel bad for Buffalo. Not really. I'm starting Mahomes to be the number one quarterback in fantasy football this week. Touchdowns to Hilaire. Touchdowns to Dariq Hill. Touchdown to McCole Hardman. Oh, man. Replacing an injured again, Sammy Watkins. Touchdown for Travis Kelsey. And two or three field goals for the, for the kicker, Bucker. You drafted him. You have, to, you have to play him this week. Kansas City scoring 30-plus points. Kansas City is going to score more points than the team did last week against Buffalo. And Jared Allen could score 27 fantasy points, and his team is going to lose by double digits. Whew. Hail to the Chiefs. Hail to the Chiefs. Man, they're too good. But, hey, well, Andy Reid's they're good. A good team. They're a good team that didn't seem to show up last week, and that just doesn't fly in a National Football League. You get one. Now, the same can be said about the Buffalo Bills last week. So that's what makes this contest all the more interesting, at least to watch. And when I'm right about the score and the outcome, you're going to say, Michi, that's why you're on a sausage hut. <laughs> you got it, man. That's why. Yeah, man. That's one of many that's reasons why. why. Well, yeah. Yeah, man. You know, you got to not only having fun, but you got to, you know, you got to dig. You got to dig. You got to, like you said, you got to tape your ankles. You got to be stressed. You got to go. Where are we going next, Mr. Kibos? The final game of week six because the Las Vegas Raiders, the New Orleans Saints, the Los Angeles Chargers, and the Seattle Seahawks are all on a bye this week. So we're going to take it on down to, oh, man, sorry about your luck. <laughs> Dallas Jared Cowboys, Boy. the return of the Red Rifle. They can't go along without redheads in Dallas. <laughs> Let's go to Jerry World, where they're going to welcome in the Arizona, Zona, Zona. By the time I get to Arizona, Cardinals. Cardinals and Cowboys, 8-15 on ESPN. Your official Monday night football game, Michi. There you go. Three minutes, huh? Three minutes, huh? Three minutes. You know... I heard some knuckleheads, and I didn't really hear them. I, I'm more like, you know, I got people delivering me notes so I can do my work, and people just bring me information, stuff, you know, <laughs> spotter, what assistance, whatever you want to call it. 
And I got some, I got some, you know, pages off the printer here, and I pulled them because they send them to me directly now because they don't want to get near me because um, I'm out of my mind. And so they send them right to my printer, and it was, it was something to the effect: the Cowboys are done. The Cowboys should tank. The Cowboys are done. And I'm here to tell you, that's the biggest bunch of shit I've ever heard in my life. This is the kind of game where if I'm Arizona, I am not taking the Cowboys lightly at all. Kyler Murray is from Texas. Um, You know, let's say he's auditioning for the next Cowboy job, too. Kyler Kyler Murray has played in that stadium. He's a stud. He's going to have a great fantasy football game. Kenyon Drake, I'm going to say Kyler Murray is a 24-plus fantasy football scorer. You agree or disagree? 24 points, Kyler Murray, against that defense? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. Now, Kenyon Drake has been uh, the bubbles of draft buster coming up, but they paid him. Chase Edmonds is a better running back. In this particular contest, if you had to put me against the wall, I'm going to say bench both of them because I couldn't tell you which one of them is going to get the job done. If you're rostering any of those two guys, I'm, I actually might, st- I might start both of them. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is a super stud. He sees the ball more than any wide receiver again which is remarkable to me. Got him. You must start him. And Arizona can score points, uh, I, and they're going to. But they're coming across the team in the Dallas Cowboys now. Um, they better show more heart and more pride than a Cowboys team has shown thus far in 2020. And what do I mean by that, Mr. Kielbasa? What do you mean by that, Michigan? The audition of Texas quarterbacks for the Dallas Cowboys – Starts with Andy Dalton from right there around Dallas Fort Worth area, if I'm not mistaken. And he's coming home. Andy Dalton's a two touchdown maker this week. Amari Cooper is a must start this week because I believe he is going to be the guy that Andy Dalton can identify with first as a starting quarterback. You love him, CD Lamb, start him at your own risk. You traded for Michael Gallup, jokes on you. You think Dalton Schultz, Schultz, Schultz is the, is the second coming for power to you. Andy Dalton and the main man. And the reason the Cowboys are going to turn around their season is they're going to go back to their number one guy. They're going, I'm going over three minutes. They're going back to their number one guy. They're going back to Ezekiel Elliott. And even with some hurt men on the offensive line, it is the Ezekiel Elliott show. And the Andy Dalton is a support player. And the Cowboys will control the line of scrimmage, and that will enable their defense to play a little better. Why? Because they're not going to be on the field if it works right. And I think a motivated Cowboy team coming into this week, I'm going to look at the, I'm going to look at the gambling site right now. Let's just press the button, and I press the button. The Cowboys are, giving, are getting a point and a half at home against the Arizona team. That's what the smart guys in Vegas think. And I'm here to tell you, those guys are out of their bleeping, bleeping mind. Take the Cowboys, take the Cowboys, take the points. The over-under is 55. You know, I'm going to say take the under right there, kids. And I think Ezekiel Elliott is a two-touchdown maker. Ezekiel Elliott, if he's not the number one running back, because Delvin Cook is, Ezekiel Elliott would be the number two running back in fantasy football this week and the Cowboys back on the right track. Jerry 
is still going to be nervous, but the audition number one winner is the Texas quarterback, Andy Dalton. Things are going to calm down a little bit in Dallas. They're going to go back to playing rough and tumble. I don't care how long your contract is for Ezekiel Elliott. You're touching the ball 25-plus times in this game, and that's fantasy gold, Mr. Kavasa. That's just perfect. And that and is it's good, and it's good winning football. Yeah, and that's week six, dude. Holy crap, Anoli! That we that was lightning speed. Tore through we week six. In, we were in the lightning round. You know, we have a we have a wonderful time with the champ. You know, she helps me. She, you know, when we, it was our first game we played against each other, and she whooped me. But that's the way it's supposed to be. And she's on. I like challenge things out. I throw things, and you bring them back. And you guys, you know, I'm I may be America's commissioner, but that doesn't mean I don't keep my crayons out and take my own notes. I'm much appreciated here in week six, Mr. Cavasa. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Mishy, for carrying the load, lining up in the backfield, and running it up the middle every week on fantasy football ferocity, Mishy. You're the best in the what. business as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Thank you. Heck Thank yeah. You. So there you go, everybody. It's week six. You had a football minute. You had some gloating from New the vegetarian butcher. New theme song. Same old Johnny Kilbasa. But the, hey, you know, you talking heads on TV can uh, put your notes down and go ahead and make all that money talking our bullshit for you. One of these days, we're going to take over for all of them, though, man. My telephone is ringing, and they say it's CBS Sports, and I tell them, I ain't got no time. I got to be on the sausage show. I'll call you back. (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll see you next week, hopefully, in the fantasy football velocity. That's right. Happy scouting. Happy football. Stay healthy. That virus ain't going anywhere. Go Browns. Go Jets. Go Jets. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm ready for some football, Mr. Kavasa. Much appreciated. Everyone, have a great week six. Enjoy your pro game. Enjoy your fantasy game. Go get yourself some W's. Make sure those crayons are right and you wrote everything down. Listen to it again. Send notes, send letters. It doesn't matter. We're here for you. And we're out.